is it even possible for a life science undergrad to turn into an entrepreneur? Stay tuned to find out. Yo, 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 what is up, guys? Um, welcome back to the Insider Show. I'm your host, Galvin, and today, today is a good day because good weather, first of all. But second of all, um, we have a guest here who is passionate about sharing her journey of how she entered entrepreneurship or became an entrepreneur with a life science degree. So, uh, how are you doing, Tiaro? Uh, or some call you Zetlin, right? Yes, yes. Hi, Galvin. It's very, very nice to see you after a long time. <laughs> and hi, yeah. everyone. We are recording this from you, Town. Yes, and yes. It's actually really, really nice to be back in school after a long time. Yeah. Of oh, course, yeah. you graduated, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, and, we'll talk and, about it later. And la. way before that, actually, um, there was the heightened alert oh, and yes, circuit breaker yes. and everything. So, I haven't been in school since I have no idea when. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, correct, thank you correct. for inviting me to your podcast. Yeah. It's really amazing. No worries, no I mean, like, I should thank you because you came here to <laughs> record. So, oh, uh, just wondering, right? Do people call you Zetlin or Tiaro? Because okay, um, some back background knowledge, right? It's like when I first met her, she called, she asked people to call her Tiaro. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But correct, then, correct. Uh, maybe like a year later, <laughs> then she uh, she changed to Zetlin. I w- I th- I think so, right? Yeah, correct. So how how did we know each other? Why not you give? Right. Uh, oh, yeah. this is very, very audience, interesting. Uh, <laughs> okay. So some context or like yes. history of how me and Gavin know each other was yeah. through one of our friend. Um, he's yeah. my primary school friend, mm-hmm. and he's Galvin's JC friend. Yeah, correct. My JC classmate. Yeah. So we knew each other. We met at a McDonald, like in yes. Woodlands, right? I think because I was yeah, staying yeah, at yeah. I was staying at my friend's house. Like when I. Because I went back to Malaysia, then I came to Singapore as uh, for a holiday, like maybe during the weekend, right? Then I stayed over at my friend's house. Then so we were just walking around, like we were. Then we went to Max near his house to eat. Then my friend met um Tiaro. Yeah. Like, because they know each other, right? Right, right, then, right. Then I got introduced to Tiaro, like, So yeah. yeah. So here's this. Yeah. Tiaro. Okay. So so actually, I I really forget this person. Right? I'm just like, oh, it's just just mm. a meeting, a one time off. Yeah. Correct. Correct. And then right. My first lab lesson in year <laughs> one. Okay, this person sat beside me. Yeah. And then he said, uh, actually, you look, you look very familiar. familiar. <laughs> then I'm like, dude, this is such a lame pickup line, bro. <laughs> then after he said, you are the, the, the friend. Then I was like, uh, <laughs> how do you know? How do you know? I was so shocked. Eh. He yeah, said, yeah. we met before. Then I, huh? Got me before, man? Yeah, so I, I remember that we met on... At, at McDonald's It's then, super coincidental right. Because seriously. we only have One lab partner Right Yeah yeah, yeah. Yes, We only have one lab partner And coincidentally and Just, nice. just yeah. nice Is her Yeah it was like Huh <laughs> Yeah And yeah. after that module um, Me and Gavin Actually kept in contact yeah. And he helped me a lot A lot A lot In my studies it's So I'm very okay thankful really for no. that You <laughs> really helped me a lot Really really But yeah So, so that's uh, just some um, context Of how we know each other Yeah So <laughs> then we talked about Uh because she also talked to me about uh, if she should graduate early and all, right? Mm. So, then she took the decision to grad early la, this this year, right? So, you graduated this year as uh, without an honours, right? Yeah, so, right. you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. So, um, actually, in fact, a month ago, mm. I graduated. Very, very happy. <laughs> yeah, I graduated good, with good. a Bachelor in Life Science. Yes. And uh, I was also awarded the Student Life Award. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what is a Student Life Award for those who don't know? I'm not super sure, but from what I understand is mm. uh, this award is given to students who are 
active in things or activities that mm-hmm. are out of their course of study. Right. Yeah. So, uh, um, I mean, like, what gave you the courage to graduate early, right? Because from what people would say, right, graduating early without an honours, right, it's very, it's a very scary thing because, and also, um, usually people, very rarely you see people graduate early, like, or it's determined to graduate early. Some people um, can't really, don't really have the choice but to graduate early. But mm. what made you want to graduate early? Mm. There was a lot of thought process actually. Yeah. Um, mainly was because of what I was doing mm-hmm. uh, when I chose to apply for grad at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So since, actually since year one, you know, I've been doing like things out of science. Mm-hmm. I joined entrepreneurship. I learned trading. I learned mm-hmm. uh, forex. I stepped into so it's entrepreneurship. It's very unusual for life science undergrad like I mean like going into the business and accountancy faculty, faculty school of business that route right yeah so it's a bit more unusual so we'll talk about that later eh? but yeah. yeah so what gave you the courage to graduate early um it was honestly my career currently mm-hmm. that makes me like okay actually uh this is what I want to stick by mm-hmm. I want to um stay in this career mm-hmm. Yeah, so I took the decision to, you know, I actually don't see myself in the career. In the life in science, science. Yeah. Life science um, path. Mm, yeah. Mm, so, that's right. I guess a lot of people also don't really see themselves in like lab or uh, sitting down, yeah, the six hours lab and all. It's very, very long. Uh, a lot of waiting time and doing um, a lot of plannings, I, I, I think. I mean, I, I just started FYP so there's a lot of planning and I always get Kind of like, not scolded lah, but you know. Because <laughs> it's really... To, okay, personally, I like to sit down and focus, you know. But when I'm... Like, a lot of... When I'm sitting in lab and a lot of things going on, right, I couldn't really focus and like... Sometimes I forget to keep stuff in the fridge, like proteins and all, right. Then I get like, you know, get nudged a little by my mentor. Yeah, a bit scary lah, you know. But yeah, so coming back, right. I was wondering how was your journey in NUS and maybe why do you take life science in the first place and why didn't you change your course? Why didn't you change your course? Yeah. Mm. So, I answered the question on uh, how was my journey like in NUS mm-hmm. first. Lah. Okay. Yeah. Um, honestly, this is a very big question because uh, three years in NUS, mm. I would say that it was it was a um, a journey with like roller coaster of emotion, yeah, yeah. I would say. So maybe I'll summarize in three main words, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, wow, mm-hmm. unconventional, and exponential. Mm-hmm. So, firstly, I would say that my journey was wow because uh, maybe previously I came mm-hmm. from a very safe and sheltered environment. Mm-hmm. So, I don't really expose myself to a lot of like party, drinks, whatever mm-hmm. you define as wow. Mm-hmm. So, joining Hall in year one, mm-hmm. I was from KE7, by the way, the one mm-hmm. that's nearest to the med school and the science yeah, school. The science. Yeah. yeah. So, that the whole that one year of being mm-hmm. in K7 actually gave me a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. I never would have imagined like eating prata at 1 to 8 and <laughs> um, gaining gaining weight. I'm not going to say how much I gained. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> joining cheerleading, joining pageant is all this experience that I've always wanted ever since I started watching those like, you know, American high school experience mm. kind of thing. Yeah, so I think it's really exciting and very wow. Mm-hmm. And the people there are always very open and encouraging to allowing freshies to try out new things. Mm. 
Yeah. And secondly, I would say that my journey was very unconventional mm-hmm. because unlike other people who focus mainly in their course of studies, I didn't really follow the life science course in particular. Yeah. And not that I want to be a rebel or whatever, mm. but it's just like, I would, I would say that everything came along the way by the way. Mm. So like in year one, after I tried very, very hard to do well in my studies, mm-hmm. um, but I still couldn't be the best, that kind of thing. I felt mm. a bit demoralized. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to seek an alternative avenue yeah. to make myself feel like, okay, I can do something else. Mm. So that's when I stepped into Forex trading. And then um, mid of year one, started mm. the entrepreneurship journey whereby I joined the NUS Entrepreneurship Society. Mm-hmm. And moving on, year two, started a startup with a team. Yeah. Um, end of year two, step into the finance industry. Mm-hmm. And then in year three, realized that actually I really like um, being, in, yeah, in being in the finance yeah. industry. And this is where I I feel that... You could strive. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So um, I guess that's that, that summarizes the unconventional mm. part. It is, it is. Yeah. And lastly, would be exponential. Mm-hmm. Okay, very big word. But I would dare to say that because I actually reflected on myself, mm. like who I was back then mm. and uh, who I am right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel that there was a lot of change in me la, compared to mm. three years ago. Like the old me is the very YOLO me. Like I would think that, okay, anyway, <laughs> we are still very young. Ma. Yeah. So back then, uh, then um, I would just go with the flow. But right now, I think my mindset really grew to be much stronger mm-hmm. and having the courage to execute things without um, worrying so much, like thinking so much and then scared. Mm. Now it's more like, okay, I believe in this idea. I'm going to yeah. do it. And then garnering the garnering people to do great things together mm-hmm. and then inspire people to manifest like positive energy in their life, that kind mm. of thing. Yeah. So... I would say that um, it's exponential because I see my the growth in me yeah. very different in a good way. Mm. And I'm happy with As where I am. As compared when you're in year one. La. Yeah, definitely. So how um, did you get into the entrepreneurship space, right? Because like, you mentioned you in year two, you went into entrepreneurship and then year three, you go into finance, right? So how did you get into the entrepreneurship space and continue with finance? Mm. So actually... Back in year mid of year one, um, mm. my friend actually put me into entrepreneurship society, mm-hmm. and of course me, I wanted to join willingly because yeah. I felt that you know entrepreneurship is such a big word. Like there mm. was a buzz about it. People yeah. would be like, "Oh, you can be your own boss, uh, your own free time, that kind yeah, of thing." Yeah. So to me, I'm like, "Hey, actually, this seems interesting." Mm. So I joined, and then through all the events, I actually network with people. And I realized that I really love the environment because the people there in the entrepreneurship space, mm-hmm. they're always like really driven. Yeah. When we come together, we talk about ideas, mm. about um, um, networking, knowing who, who, who. This person is doing what? Uh, how can this person potentially help you? Yeah. Um, this idea, how can you work on this idea in a better way, that kind mm. of thing. So... I really, I feel so comfortable in that environment and I feel so driven. Like, every day is so exciting. Mm. So much challenging. Yeah. And that's how I started the entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And then I met my team. We started a startup, Saver, together. Mm. And then... Um, um, you can plug in Saver. I think it was S-A-V-O-U-R dot Exclamation mark. Yeah. Dot S-G. Dot S-G. So S-A-V-O-U-R. Exclamation mark. Dot S-G. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. on Instagram, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, continue. Sorry. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, so started Saver, the startup. And then moving on, I went to try out um, 
in the finance industry mm-hmm. as a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. And this is what this year I am lah. Mm-hmm. What am I doing right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was there a point where you wanted to change your course? Because from a life science to a entrepreneur, right? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people asked you the same question, like why didn't you change your course into like maybe school of business, right? Mm. Why do you remain in life science? Yeah, in fact, I get this question a lot, a lot, a lot yeah, yeah. of time. Yeah, so the reason why I didn't want to change, very simple. It's just back then, um, I just felt that life science is a very technical thing. Mm. And there's still this like 30 to 40% in me that still is passionate about life mm-hmm. science. I mean, I like what I'm learning. Yeah. Yes, I don't see myself in any of the career, mm-hmm. but I enjoy what I'm learning. Mm. So, um, I chose to stay in life science. And anyway, that time I was already venturing into business out yeah. of science. Mm. So, honestly, nothing wrong with like... Continuing on yeah, life science. Uh. Correct, correct. And honestly, I, I'm not saying that, you know, to start business, you don't need like a degree or anything. Mm. But to me... I realized that, oh, actually, uh, with my, maybe kind of like my personality as well mm-hmm. and uh, my eagerness to want to learn. Mm. So, I don't actually technically need that degree yeah, yeah, to actually, you know, start a business so you or network with learn people. So, you learn yourself. La. I mean, you don't have to have a degree to learn how to start a business and all. Yeah, right? that's right. In fact, it's really your network, who you mm. are with, who you are surrounded with. Um your co-founders, that's very important as mm-hmm. well if you want to start a business. Mm. The expertise of each and every individual in the team. Mm. And then, um, actually most importantly is really to be humble and to mm. learn, to be open to learning from people around you. Mm. Mm. What are you currently doing now? Mm. Like, do you think uh, whatever you're doing right now, right, um, requires maybe a life science knowledge? Or, if not, right, then do you regret coming into life science? Mm. So, uh, right now, actually, I, I didn't actually mention clearly what, I was do- what I'm doing right now. Mm. So, right now, actually, other than working on side projects, I'm a full-time financial advisor mm-hmm. where I'm passionate about working with clients on both like mental and financial aspects. Mm-hmm. So, if you're thinking that, oh, are you working with any prestigious pharma company or mm. um, working attaching with <laughs> prof, working mm. on any research, no. Mm. Yeah. So it's not like the life science field. Uh, it's yeah, it's totally very different. Totally, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Continue, yeah. sorry. And there are people who, I, I think Gavin might be wondering also, la, like, oh, why are you choosing a career that is not relevant mm. to your degree? It's like foreign, might, might be foreign to you in a sense, because whatever you learn is something that, okay, if you take it, take it as um, whatever you learn in your undergraduate days as a home, right? Then whatever you are doing right now is out of home, you know, like out of the box and it's foreign to an life si- a life science undergraduate. La. So, yeah. Yeah. Actually, what you say is so true. It's something mm. really, really different mm. and um, honestly, I didn't really see myself in this career like mm-hmm. confirm I'm going to be an FA. Mm. Like, I wasn't like that. I started with the intention of just trying out as a financial advisor mm. and then um, along the way, I saw the opportunity, experienced the satisfaction of providing value to people mm. And truth is, truth is that I wasn't focusing in school anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was much happier and much more involved in my own work. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel that there's no point. Continuing. S- uh. No point staying in the middle of mm. like, um, you know, should I be in science or should I be in FA side? That kind of mm. thing. I see no point staying in the middle if I have already identified what I wanted. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I I think honestly, we don't we will never know um what we like or what we want to do mm. if we don't ever take the first step to explore. Yeah, it's like a leap things. of faith, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, a very yeah, scary yeah. thing, but because, it's very hard because to many a times we were naturally inhuman. We yeah. will reject things that are unfamiliar to e- us. Exactly, exactly. I mean, like who likes to take the risk, right? I mean, like maybe um crypto, crypto investors lah. Yeah, that's a very high risk, but high re- high return as well, you know. But yeah, I guess. People don't usually like to take the risk. Uh. Unless, yeah. unless they feel very stagnant in where they mm, are. Mm. It's like, it's like you they saying that. Excitement. <laughs> yeah, they want some excitement. Or maybe yeah. they really need the money. Then mm. they'll be like, okay, let's just take this leap of faith to put, I don't know, like 10, 10k in crypto, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't really do crypto. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, very scary thing to me. And I don't think I have the time or uh, energy to like look into it that much. Yeah, mm. but anyway, coming back to the question, right? So, mm. do you regret coming into life science? Honestly, no regrets, lah. Because the people, mainly it's the people I met in life science who mm. make me feel that, uh, actually this this uh uni journey is actually mm. really fun and exciting, mm. and um, of course, out of the things that I learn, mm-hmm. I would just say that. Okay, actually, I will just summarize that it's really the people, the professor, the mm. friends I met in life science modules, that really makes me makes my uni life really exciting, mm. and um, much more fulfilling as well. Mm. Oh, sorry. Um, I think we were. I was asking about. I was also asking about like whether, um, right now, right, what you do requires some life science knowledge or not. So, do you think, uh, life science knowledge is important in the financial advisor field or even entrepreneur? I mean, it, it makes sense if it's in a public health kind of um, kind of setting. Like, but in this case, you're not, right? You're not in the public health sector. Right, right. Yeah. Honestly, my career <laughs> yeah. right now um, is pretty unrelated. Like, totally unrelated mm. to my degree. I feel that um, usually we go into the degree that... We go into a degree with the idea that this is what we want. This yeah. is what we are going to do in future. Yeah. But people who know me knows that oh, I always like to explore. Mm. Like um, two years ago, I started Saver. Mm. I found an amazing team. And then I think it's me like, I just like to keep myself busy. So mm. I'm always like packed with things, uh, trying new things, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. La. So after I met my, um, my new team members in mm. my career mm. work, I feel that they give me, or rather the work give me a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. And it give me the drive to want to, you know, wake up with like, okay, today I'm going to do this, 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 yeah. this. I'm going to meet per- I'm gonna meet this client, that client, that kind of thing. So this career actually taught me a lot, a lot of different things that are very exciting. Yeah. So um, if one, I feel that if one is to see whatever they want to do mm-hmm. um, as something that have to be linked to what they are studying, mm. I think that's not... I'm not saying it's right or wrong, la, but mm. then it really depends on personal opinion. Yeah. So, I mean, like, won't you feel tired meeting so many people every day? You know, to me, like, personally, <laughs> I I think I would feel very tired and I need like some me time sometimes to recharge, you know. But to you, meeting clients is like the norm every day. You know, meeting people and all. It's like, it's an, a daily task. To you, but it's not really a task because you like doing it, right? Mm, so, mm, won't you feel tired? Uh, honestly, tired is yes, lah. Confirm, mm-hmm. will, mama. I mean, everyone have a maximum social energy mm, level. Mm. 
But I guess it's more like as cliche as it sounds like it's more like I really enjoy sharing with people what I learn. Mm-hmm. And I feel that this kind of um finance knowledge or um strategy financial strategy planning mm. that kind of thing is not something that school teaches everyone. Mm. So say um because I have a lot of friends in like the science field, right? Mm-hmm. So when I meet them and then or they like approach me to ask me about financial stuff, I actually feel very very happy to share with them. Eh. Mm. Mm. And because in my career, I learn about a lot of practical things, lah. Things like uh, example you mentioned buying mm. crypto, um, buying and selling of house, know whether to buy a property that will yeah. make money in future, that kind of thing. So I think or maybe because all these things I feel is very very applicable to our daily lives. Mm-hmm. I learn a lot here. So it makes me want to learn more about business, uh, franchise, uh, all this kind of thing, and then share with people. So when I share with people, it gives me the energy. Mm. Uh, to summarize, basically, is when I talk to people, yeah. actually it gives me the energy. So it's more like an energy. extrovert kind of thing, you know? I mean, that, oh, that's what they call... I don't know. I don't know whether I'm really extrovert. <laughs> that's what they call uh, extrovert. And they get energy from other people, you know? Yeah. yeah. Get energy from socializing with other people. But introvert is like, it drains the energy, I, I think. But yeah, okay, so I, I have one question, right? Which is, I think one of the viewers, like, uh, asked about it. So, um, how do you know, like, changing career, right? Or changing uh, the degree is suited for you? Like, how would one know they should do it? I, I think I get, I, I think I know what you're trying to say. Mm. Uh, how does this person know that he or she want to do this? Go yeah. all in into this. Yeah, how, yeah correct. Honestly, it really depends on the feeling because, mm. um, okay, our personal opinion is main thing lah. I feel is don't ever force yourself to do things that you don't like. Mm. Because honestly, I'm sure everyone knows that life is all about finding yourself. Mm. We all live in this world and it's inherent in human that we want to find life, we want to find meaning and purpose in our mm, life. Correct, correct. So I feel that if you're doing something that you don't feel is right or you don't, you know that something is wrong or might be wrong mm-hmm. then why do you even force yourself to live through it day by day yeah I feel it's very depressing uh. not saying that that time when I study science I feel depressing mm-hmm. it's just that that time I honestly deep down I find that I can do things something else or I can do more that mm. would give me that um, that makes me feel alive yeah like how I'm living right now. So, for example, if there's someone who likes making music, okay, mm-hmm. but to be successful in a music career, they probably have to go overseas, uh, yeah. make themselves well-known, right? I'm not too sure about how the mu- music, music, music industry in works. La, but yeah. then, um, it might not be a very strong industry in Singapore yeah, yet. I think so too. Okay. But yes. But I feel that if he or she is genuinely passionate about music, mm. then their instinct will guide them. Uh. Mm. They won't allow themselves to fail because it's like, I go all in here already. Mm. So I feel that, okay, la, to those who are listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. if your instinct tells you something and um, tells you that, okay, this is where you should, you should go. Okay. Mm. You'll be happy here. Then trust your instinct. Mm. Yeah, and don't don't ever let societal norm pull you away from that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. So you were talking about uh, you should follow your instincts and all, right? Mm. I was just wondering, like, if let's say your instinct tells you that oh, you like this subject a lot, this course a lot, right? But yet you put in so much effort and don't show it doesn't show result. So how do you think um one can approach it? Because I mean, like. Uh, you said that you didn't really do well in your year one, right? Mm, correct. And 
although you are passionate about learning life sciences, so what, how did you overcome that? Or how do you um, approach that uh, problem, I would say? Yeah. This is very situational. Yeah. Because back then, I had the choice. Ma. Mm-hmm. I, I can choose to change my course. Yeah. I can choose to drop out of school. Mm. I'm very fortunate that I have mm. the choice. So, um, well, I did that. I, I, I didn't, didn't change my out. course. You didn't drop then, out. Yeah, yeah, I didn't drop out. Okay, this came <laughs> I didn't drop out. But I had the choice to try something else. Mm. Yeah. And yes, I was very passionate in life science back then. But mm. I couldn't do well in it. Then I realized that hey, actually I can I, I need to be practical. Mm. Why am I not doing well in it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so refle- that, you reflected that was, on yourself. Yes, I reflected. Yes. That was really the um first step I took to try to discover hey, why mm. did I do well in it? Mm. Then after that, I realized that okay, actually this might not be my strong suit. Mm. Other things might be my strong suit, mm. but I didn't dare to explore back then. Because mm. I just felt that okay, la, I study science, then I should mm. just stay in science. Mm. So I took the courage and also, okay, the courage actually comes from the um, the feeling of being stagnant. Mm-hmm. I felt very stagnant. Uh, like I, I'm not doing well here. Mm. Uh, I need to feel important. Uh. That mm. time I felt bad. I felt that. Uh. So after that, I chose to um, step out of it, uh, explore. Mm-hmm. Just explore anyway. I'm, I was still 19 back then. Yeah. Nothing to lose. Just explore. Yeah, You're still quite young. So, yeah. There's a lot so, of time. Uh. Yeah, so yeah. Just, just really explore. Even if you're like, Honestly, even if you're like 25 mm. or 30 or 40, it's okay unless you are, you know, you have a family, you have yeah, a correct, kid. Yeah, correct, correct. You have uh, responsibilities already. Yeah, then that, that's a different story. That's yes. why I say it's situational. Yes. Yeah, right. and practicality. Oh. Mm. Mm. So, before we end, right? So, what is something you wish you knew before coming into life sciences or university? One thing that mm-hmm. I wish... Maybe not I wish I knew because I knew that I knew it. Mm. It's just something I hope I had it was courage. I would want to take a gap year before okay. stepping into uni. Because mm. after all, um, that time my thought was, okay, you, you know the societal conventional route was mm. after JC, go to uni, then after uni, grad, work, mm, yes, family, yes. blah, 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 blah. Then to me, yeah, my mindset was like that. Mm-hmm. But I honestly, okay, not not saying that I'm re- I regretted, but I felt that I perhaps I could have found what I really really wanted to do yeah. if I had had the courage to take a gap year. Yeah. Mm, so. So the gap year was very. I think gap year is important if you don't know what you want. Uh. like it's not a very bad thing to take a gap year. I think okay. I'm not sure, but I feel like in this like day, right? Mm. More people are more open to taking a gap year as compared to last time, because I have more f- juniors coming in who are taking gap years mm. that they're trying to find out what they want to do or they just um, maybe brush up on their skills before coming into uni. Yeah. I think getting taking gap year is not too bad, especially for girls because of there's no NS, right? And there's no two years gap. And you can, and taking a gap year can kind of like be compensated by the two year gap that the guys have to go through during the NS. Yeah. But even for guys, you Taking a one-year gap year is fine as well. Or you can even find what you want to do or what you wish to do in the future in NS, I would say. I, I mean, I didn't go through NS, like, so I don't know what you all usually do in NS. Mm. But I would say, I would think that there, there, there are times that you can um, explore more options that maybe on, via online, learn something, learn Python, learn coding online. Because I have a lot of 
friends in computer science um, learn coding, learn a little coding in NS. You know, mm. yeah. I mean, after all, just see it as this is your own journey. This is your life. Mm. You really don't have to compare with other people. Correct. Even correct. if you choose to take a a degree when you are twenty six, mm. honestly, it's fine because you know that that's what you want. Yeah. What is your piece of advice for the incoming freshman? Yeah. Honestly, don't keep yourself within your course of study. Mm. Don't keep yourself within your whole life. Mm. There's so much more that you can experience out of hall, out of your course of study. Mm. Try different CCAs. You'll meet people from different, uh, meet people from different faculties. Mm. Uh, get to know more people, and most yeah. importantly, honestly, is uh, network mm. through all your clubs. I don't know, like different faculties, they actually have different mentorship programs, right? Yeah. So join mentorship programs. Uh, find professor or seniors in your course of study or out of your course mm. of study. Just always network, find more people, uh, talk to more people. Yeah. yeah, I think um we are getting old already, you know. Like we need to go find networking. <laughs> when we were young, what was networking? You know, yeah, just making friends around. <laughs> but now the definition of networking have changed. Honestly. Oh, what's the difference? Mm, knowing people who are of a higher level. Okay, this mm. might sound sound a bit shallow to some people, mm-hmm. but it's really important to find a mentor. That's how I feel. Mm. That's how I see it, lah. Mm-hmm. Because um in your uni journey is gonna be quite lost. Yeah. Honestly, if you don't have a guidance or someone to um, tell you or share with you their opinion. Mm. If you're always going on this journey yourself, you might be blindsided to certain things. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have someone who are out in the world, um, I mean, already experiencing the world out there. Yeah. Um, sharing with you life experiences. Uh, say like, whether it is something in your future career that you want to go mm-hmm. for or yeah just just find a mentor honestly <laughs> yeah okay so um so yeah anyway um if you'd like to know more about what Zetlin or Tiaro does you can follow her on her socials on Instagram that will be Z-A-T-L-Y-N oh Z-A-T-A-L-Y-N Z-A-T-A-L-Y-N yeah Zetlin yes and you can follow her on Instagram and maybe message her she, mm. I think she usually posts a lot of um, positive mental... Um, those positive stuff and um, some mental wellness things. Yeah, yeah correct. Mm. So maybe if you want your daily dose of uh, <laughs> positive vibes, yeah, you can follow her on her Instagram. And I guess if you're listening to this while driving, uh, drive safe. And if mom, you're listening, hello. <laughs> and to other listeners, uh, stay healthy Bye. and see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.